0: Saktimegillad of Hayomet Bays, page five side B. So the Gemara continues that Rabchhanina also Verokas Bikroino shaltsipori on uh purim, he uh, bathed uh, publicly he, at the time Bikroino Shotzipuri Tsipoiri uh Bishivos not on Purim, I mean Bishivasur or Uh the previous thing happened on Purim, the not on Itya, but the Bathing uh, took place while the cronies were passing by, meaning he did it very publicly on the fast of Shavos Betamus lakir Tishab and he wished to uproot the fast of Tisha B'av. But V'loy hoidu loy dechachomim did not agree to him as far as Tisha B'av. so Rabelez, before Rabelez, before Rabelezer. Said before him, Rabab Barzavdo. Rabab said, Rebbe, he says, Rebbe, it wasn't the story as you're saying that Rebbe wanted to approve the fast of Tisha B'av in all years. Hello. It was only in that year Tisha Bab Shchaliz with Shabbos. It was a Tisha Bab that came around Shabbos. Udechinu laachar as Shabbos and they have pushed off the fast for after Shabbos. Well, but Rabbi and Rabbi said since it's already been pushed off and it's time, let it totally be pushed off and that is only for that year. And the Chama did not agree for this. So Rabbi Lezer called upon himself the pasig in Koheles, paying the pasigtes. That means that it's good that I learned this together about the Barzavda. So that's why. Uh, now I really figured out what the statement said that he corrected me that it wasn't just uh, regular uh, Tisha B'Av it was a Tisha B'Av that came out on a Tisha B'Av came out on Shabbos <speaking in Hebrew> how was the Rebbe allowed to plant this planting on Purim but planting is a malachav but Rabbi Yosef learned it. it says in the Posca in Esther Perik Tesh it says, you make it a joy, a party, and a good day. Joy, this teaches us that it's prohibited to eulogize for a person who died because a eulogy diminishes, takes away from the joy. It teaches us that even one who doesn't have the possibility to make a meal, still he's not allowed to fast. But Yamtaev and Yamuch also says that it's also doing work like Yom Tafmar is Rabba Bara Abay Rabba Larabi Bara Bay but the Rebbe lived in a place which wasn't surrounded by a wall and he, he replied, he did put him on the 14th and this that he planted that took place on the 15th of Purim of the Mokav but it's not, so can you say that Rebbe lived in an open place but Rebbe lived in the city of Tverje but had a wall around it from the day Shumenun, so he must have done put him on the 15th we need to say Rebbe Recham Esar Havi he was a, from the 15th meaning on the Purim was the Shushan Purim for him because he lived in Tverye and the story that he planted was on the 14th is it then obvious to Rabbi that tveria was from the days of Shusham in other words it's absolutely so and that's why he planted on the 14th <laughs> but Hizke read the Megillah both the fourteen and the fifteen because he wasn't sure whether Tiferi was surrounded with the wall from the days Shubenon or not. The wasn't sure whether the wall of Tveria was still in the times of Yeshua, but the Rabbi lay. To Rebbe, it was obvious that it was from the days of Yeshua and that's why Purim Pahim was only on the 15th. And the planting took place on the 14th. <laughs> Even if to Rebbe, it's obvious that Tveria was Mukefes from the day Yeshua and the Purim was on the 15th, is he then permitted to do Malach on the 14th <laughs> But it's written in Megillastainis in the chapter base Perikid base the 14th day of water, the 15th day of Purim the in behind you, cannot do eulogy in the Abama Rav, and Rav says this that it's written, Megillah's time is the prohibition of eulogy and fasting even though it's already says in Megillah, Nisrach, Allah is only coming to teach us that there also Asur each one of the other day that eulogy is Asur on the in the Prozim, in the Purim of the, uh, of the Mukafim and the same thing in the reverse. So Mukafim are prohibited even on the 14th and pros even on the 15th. So even if we shall say that the Rebbe was obvious that was surrounded by Wolfishua, uh, he should not have done loch on the 14th because the mukhafim do still apply somewhat of a yantra on the 14th. So where it says this that we learned that you're not allowed to do shelzebazel, le shelzebazel, honeymil basvi with that only goes as far as eulogy and fasting but the prohibition against work is only for one day no more but it's not so is there really no only one day Rav saw this person that he was sowing flax on putting velatia, and he cursed him and because of his curse the flax didn't grow Says, that was on the day that they made Purim in that day, and that's why he cursed them for the work. Rabbi Brideravam Rabbi gives another answer. How Rabbi was able, was allowed to plant and put. even if you should say that Rabbi planted in his day that he made Purim over there is because Kabilu Allah, you the yidn accepted upon them and Purim the eulogy and fasting, but the melacha that like, the prohibition that's had that accepted upon them. And the proof is the mikra, because in the first place, when the the way the Jews conducted on the year in which the miracle took place, it's written in Pesiktes Posuktes. Simcha mishnev yemte. It was all three. Simcha mishnev But when it says they accepted for generation, Ksiv, in pedicas possible basis, last isimcha is, badviamtaev but a yamta from which we learn that you can't do malokal iksif that's not written there. So it seems that from there is evidence that they have not accepted for generations the prohibition against work the my time if there is no malacha on Purim, there's no prohibition against doing malacha. So why did Rav curse that person that was sowing the flax? And he answered the no It was something which was permissible, but other people conducted themselves in iser. The people where he lived did conducted themselves in iser. So in such a case that when people don't do Mullah Purim, so even things that are permissible manadin you're not allowed to do it in front of people that have an issue. but in the place of Rabbi it wasn't a custom not to do Mlah and therefore he was allowed to plant and Purim. Say, oh. And if you want, I can tell you lailam no. but really even in Rabbi's place they did they had the custom not to do Mullah Purim. Rabbi Nitiya shall simcha He planted a planting of joy, and Purim is a day of simcha, and you can plant the Nitiya of simcha. Therefore, he did not worry about the minig not do And what is Nitiya shal simcha? Kedit na'an, We learned in Spirit Perikud Beis of Ru'elu. na'an knew that after the thirteen fast have passed for the for non rain. And, and they were still not answered from the heavens. So then the community diminishes in doing business with binyan and in building of and planting Bairusin in betrothal ministry of marriage. We're Allah, we to explain the mission binyan. What does it mean that we don't do binyan, we mean That means a building of joy. And the same thing is, nitiya means nitiya shal a planting of joy, because it's fitting to us to conduct ourselves as mourners uh, for the prevention of the rain. The bible explains: being so What is a building of joy? That's one who builds a house for uh, marriage for his son. That he gets when his first first son gets married, he builds him a house and he makes his chuppah there. What is the planting of joy? He plants a tree of kings. They would plant a tree and then they would uh, bend it on on pegs, and that would make a lot of shade. And underneath it, they would eat all the days of the summer. The Gemara says, First, we learned. We learned. He would read the Megillah and Tveri in both days, Barbei Sebecha Meiser, around the 14th and the 15th, because Mesapkele, he was not sure if it's surrounded with a wall from the days of Yeshua or not, reading more of meals, so the Tveriah, is he then, in doubt of the matter of Tveriah, to what time when the walls were built, Voxiv, but it's written with regard to the distribution of the land in Yeshua, the Ori Miftzar, Hatzodim Tzedi, V'Chamas Rakkas V'Chineres. The Ori Miftzar, the fortified cities were Tzodim Tzedi, V'Chamas Rakas N'Chineres. The Kaimelon Rakas is Tveria. We have a tradition Rakas is a reference to Tveria. So we see that in the days of Yeshua Tveria was already a fortified city. That means that it was surrounded by a wall. So definitely the time to read is on the fifteenth. So why is Cheskin doubt? When the reason is, the Misafkele, the reason he was endowed from the Khad Gisr, the yam Havetz. Because on one side of the wall is the Kineris, is the yam kinetis, and there is no other wall on that side. So therefore, it's not really surrounded completely by a wall from all sides. In that case, that it doesn't really have a wall on all sides of my Misafkele. Why is Chesky in doubt if it's considered surrounded by the love of Choyme, It's definitely not considered to be a Chaymah. And the time is for the 14th. The tanya, for we learned the Nabraise, which talks about one who sells in a house in a city which has a wall, and the Ekr Chavay Pom says, the Possig Asher lo Yichaymah, that the house in a city that has a wall. And the Chachomim expounded that what is considered a city that actually is surrounded by a wall of uh, but conditional that it's not a wall that is made out of the roofs which means that they surrounded the city with houses and the outer walls become the uh, wall of the city because when you sell in a city which does not have a wall, it says in Amad Aleph, in Vayikra Hofei, it says, Sovif. So we learn that the mukhaf is only surrounded. If the wall surrounds the city from all sides. So this would exclude Tverya, whose part of its wall is the Yam. So if Tverya is not considered a mukhaf with regards to selling a house, so why is Chizkiyah not true with regards to Megillah? The Gemara says, "L'inya By batar chayim, Meitake doesn't have a doubt, but definitely the Tiferet does not consider it to be mukav because in one side it's open, it's revealed, and the pasuk says chayim. Kikom mesafkele. When does he have the question reading the Megillah? As far as writing the Megillah, in which it doesn't say chayim. But it only says prosim. It says unwalled. So the question is, my prosim, o my mukofim, What is the meaning of unwalled and what is the meaning surrounded by wall that the, it's written with regards to the megillah? Mishum dahanim This prosim means because these are revealed and not prosim means that they're covered. So then, tveri is also revealed because the side of the water. I dahanim Maybe, because prosim are not protected, it's easy to conquer them, but ain't prosim which are not open, they are protected. tveri is also protected, the water protects it, that's considered like mukofi. that's why he's not sure with regards to Megillah, what's the din of tveri? More, in Le'ez Rebasi, megillah? But a Megillah in Hutzal, Barabayse, and HaMais Rebasi, read the Megillah in Hutzal, on the 14th and the fifty, because, because he wasn't sure, whether it's surrounded with a wall from the Yishua or not, said, Hi, the Beis Binjamin is definitely surrounded by wall from the and you read it as well. said, When I was a I said, Something that I've asked later on to the elders.